Hi, this is Julie Ann and welcome to Life Edit and Design. Today we are talking about subscriptions and how they're kind of sneaky. Um, back in the day, we all knew what a subscription was, right? It was so simple. You had a magazine subscription. That was pretty much it. Or if I'm not dating myself too much, you might have had a Columbia Records subscription. Remember that? Where they used to send you a record every month and you never wanted the darn thing and then they ship it back or whatever. But we knew what a subscription was. It was very, very simple. It was just a magazine. It, you know, they were minimal and they were maybe $5 and that was it. And you, it really wasn't a big deal. Now, just about everything is a subscription. And they're sneaky because you don't even think about some things being a subscription and you don't think about when they renew and you, you, they're just kind of everywhere. And they're so alluring. Is that the word? Like the, you just feel like, oh, it's only five bucks, you know, Pandora, only $4.99 a month. You're like, oh, well, that's not too bad. That's, that's nothing. That's a coffee. That's pennies. And so you, you, you buy it, but then you don't realize how many of those little tiny subscriptions are adding up. You know, just $2.99 a month, woohoo. And then you see a big one, like Peloton, $40 a month, and you jump back like, ooh, that's big. But then you rationalize it because compared to going to the gym every month, well, maybe that's not so bad. And all of a sudden you have tons and tons of subscriptions and they really add up fast. So I challenge you to do this little exercise and go through and make a list of all your subscriptions. You probably need your credit card statement out um, or maybe some mail. I'm not sure how you track it, your checkbook maybe. But for me, it was just my credit card, popping that out and looking at it. And here's just some of the subscriptions that I found. One was Netflix, you know, can't do without that. And of course I have the family plan. So, you know, we have five different accounts on one. So we have the more expensive Netflix account. Then I have my beloved Peloton and oh, hey, that's, you know, better than the gym. Then I have things like Amazon Prime. You don't think of that as a subscription because you only pay it once a year, but it's an annual subscription, right? And it's a sneaky one. They never tell you when they're charging that. It just shows up. Then there's things like I have Apple Music. And here's another sneaky thing about some subscriptions is you can't cancel them. Like, yes, I could cancel Apple Music, but my entire family uses it. And everybody has playlists and everybody has, you know, their different things stored on their phones. And if I were to cancel Apple Music, they would all lose all their phone music. So I can't do that. So now you're locked in. So that's another sneaky aspect of subscriptions that you just, you have too much invested in them. Or say even Netflix, like you, you have a history of what you've watched and you don't want to lose what you've watched. And you might want to you know, go back and review an episode before the new series starts or something. So they really draw you in on some of those things that are very, very hard to get rid of. Um, another subscription I have was Friendly TV because you know, during holidays, you wanted to watch Hallmark, right? And the Hallmark movies. The nice thing about that one is you can turn it on and off easily enough. Um, but again, sneaky, it's only, oh, only seven bucks a month because, hey, I shared it with my brother and he watched on his TV and I watched on my TV, so it wasn't that bad. You know, see how we rationalize these things so much? And then there's um, other apps that are just kind of like hidden. Maybe on your phone, you have a few little hidden game apps that you're paying for. Or my mom does that um, word scramble where she pays for um, hints, things like that. And think about it, all these ones I just talked about, they're entertainment apps. You know, they're entertainment subscriptions, I should say. And, you know, with my Peloton, I also have a gym membership. I only pay it once a year. I, you know, I'm lucky enough I have the Planet Fitness $99 one. But you could break that down as to a monthly cost. I mean, I only pay it once a year, but it's still a cost for the whole year. So if I were to add up all those entertainment um subscriptions, you know, there's $100 worth of entertainment subscriptions, and that's just entertainment. 
So then look at some other things you have, like you might have a meal service, like HelloFresh or Dinnerly or any of those, you know, Blue Apron. So that's another subscription you have. Then you, and that one could be weekly. So that one could really be, you know, putting a dent in your wallet. Then you might have subscriptions like, um, I have Amazon, I have a lot of monthly subscriptions on Amazon, like the dog food and things like that, vitamins. So you don't even really think about that because you think, oh, that's groceries, but it's still a subscription, still comes every month. And then I have other ones like, if you want to switch over to like cleaning, you know, I have someone who comes twice a month. So it's not a formal subscription. You know, it's just a, you know, it's a mom and pop type shop, but still every two weeks there's a bill. So it's a recurring payment and pretty much a subscription is just a recurring payment. So now I have all these household subscriptions going and then let's flip over to business side, right? If you want to have any Adobe product, now it's a subscription, right? You can't just buy the software. You have to buy the subscription because, oh, hey, you always get all the upgrades, right? You always get all the latest data automatically, but you're paying every month and you can never get away. So say you have a ton of Adobe files, like I use InDesign. Well, if I don't pay, I've lost access to all my files. So it's one of those services that once you get on, you're using it for the length of the career, that needs that technology. Think about that. That's such a lock-in. And again, they have you pay it maybe once a year, so you don't really notice it. Same thing with my email service provider. I have um, ConvertKit for my email. And same thing, I pay it once a year, but if I were to, to move all my data, move all my forms, what a pain in the butt. So it's not so much loyalty that keeps you in some of these apps. It's the fact that it's too hard to move. And then there's things like um, I have Canva, Canva Pro. I have cloud storage. I have drive storage and I have iCloud storage. Again, I don't want to lose all that data. So once you start paying, you're kind of stuck for life. So think about all these subscriptions. They just keep adding up and they're sneaky. So make a list of all those things that you have. And I haven't even mentioned the ones that maybe your car has a subscription. You, know, you might have Sirius in your car. You might have, you know, some of them have... Um, lifeline services or you know alert services security services what if you have a security system in your home um you know home and auto tons of subscriptions that kind of pop up for that if you have any kind of like the simply safe you can sign up for the security for them you know all these different apps google home google play not google play but google home and nest all those more subscriptions they keep coming at you so make a list of all the subscriptions you have and see how much it adds up and compare it to maybe where you were 10 years ago. Look at that subscription list and say how many of those were really there 10 years ago. And then the question is, well, what do you do about it, right? So now you've identified, you have all these subscriptions. How, what do you do? Some of them, again, you're locked into, you feel like you can't get out of them, not without you know, changing seriously how you either do business or how you enjoy entertainment. So what do you do? Awareness is one thing, but then there's a, okay, well now I know, so now I feel bad, but what am I going to do about it? So here's a couple things that I suggest. One, one thing that I, is popular out there, if you go to research, you know, how to manage my subscriptions, the one thing that pops up over and over is to get a service to help you manage your subscriptions. Oh, that's great. Just one more subscription to add to the subscriptions. But I would recommend not using any of those um, services that manage your subscriptions because they want to hook up to your bank account and they want to hook up to your credit cards. And it's just one more place that's getting your personal data that could get hacked into. And so you're trying to not have your data everywhere. And that's just one thing that I feel like is an easy no brainer. Like you can manage your subscriptions without using an app. So my first piece of advice is don't go out and get an app to manage your subscriptions. One thing that I do and I recommend is I have one credit card 
that I just use for online transactions. So all of those subscriptions go on that card. And then things like paying my phone bill, anything that I can pay online with a credit card, not a bank account, goes on that credit card. So when I get that statement, I can see every subscription I have and whether they're annual or not. And you can take your annual subscriptions and put them into a spreadsheet if you want, and then just divide them by 12 so you can see really what you're paying per month. And then my next suggestion would be looking at all the subscriptions, give them a category. And your credit card bill, I know my, I have a Chase account, they give you categories for a lot of them already. So it could say entertainment on it versus groceries versus shopping. So you can kind of look at all of the categories that things fall into. And like, are you getting a subscription box for decor and a subscription box for health? It like start dividing them all down to categories and then it's up to you. You may love them all, but you may say, okay, I'm going to set a budget. Entertainment, I can only have you know, $50 worth of subscriptions or health and fitness, I can only have, you know, $100 worth of subscriptions, whatever it is. But start to get a hold on like what's really important to you and what are the ones that you really can't, you know, you can't do without. So if, like your business ones, you may look at it. And if you have things like I do, like the Adobe and the cloud storage, I really can't go without those. So I feel like those are essentials, but I can be really aware of how much that's taking out of my earnings, right? How much is coming right off the top for subscriptions and making sure that I manage that and that if there is opportunities to save money, to maybe switch to a lower cost or find some other way, maybe if I was storing my stuff not on Google Drive, maybe there's something else. I have so much there that I probably would never switch it, but you may not be in that boat. You may have the opportunity to switch to something else. So those, you know, put it in by category and look at what you're spending and decide, is it a priority for me? Is this something I want to do just every once in a while? So you may say, you know, I love my subscription boxes or I love my dinners, but maybe you only want to do them for certain seasons or maybe you alternate. So, you know, for the fall, you have a subscription box come and then in the winter you switch to a dinner box. So maybe it's like you don't have to commit to them all year long. You can kind of let them be treats and then let them fade off and switch them with something else. So you can kind of come up with some kind of balancing act that says, you know, I don't want to spend this much. And if you feel like your entertainment one is over the top, same thing. Maybe you turn some stuff off for a little while. Like maybe you don't, like I took Friendly. I only keep it for the you know, winter, the Christmas season, and then I turn it right off. I don't use it the rest of the year. Maybe you have Netflix and you only do it for a few months. And then maybe for the summer months, you turn off Netflix. And you're like, I'm going to be out. I'm going to be doing stuff and I don't need to watch TV. Maybe you have a YouTube subscription and you're like, you know what, I can live with ads. So maybe I'm going to get rid of that. And another like one of those hidden things is if you paid for the subscription for the year, they won't refund the portion of the year that you cancel. So you say you're six months into your subscription and you decide to cancel. They'll say, okay, well, we won't renew you six months from now. So you get to enjoy these services for the next six months. We're not giving you the six months back. So you're kind of stuck when you pay for something by usually by year. You're stuck with it for the year, no matter when you cancel it. But if you're not using it, go ahead and cancel it anyway so that the renew doesn't hit you and you don't forget, oh, hey, this is the month I'm supposed to cancel it. And another thing which I hate, it's very sneaky. There's not a lot of companies that do it, but there are definitely some, is they will process your renewal three months, maybe even four months prior to the end of your term. And they... They're very sneaky and they're like, oh, well, it was in the fine print and it was into the, you know, the user agreement that you agreed to. Because I forget which company did this to me, but I was so upset and I had to pay for it for another year. It was like one of those auto posting, it was a business app, like auto posted your blog post or whatever. And I was so mad that they did this, that they would hold on to my money and renew me three months before 
you know, and I was tracking the deadline on that one to make sure I canceled it in time. So be really aware. Go, you know, go, if you're thinking of canceling something, go in there and look at the terms or do a search and find out what their terms are because they could hit you with an early subscription. So if it's something, or excuse me, an early renewal, if it's something you know you don't want and you know you still have a lot left, go ahead and cancel it. It's not going to go away, but it will prevent the auto renew from kicking in, which I think is pretty important. And then look for um, you know, opportunities to use something like maybe PayPal. So instead of using your personal credit card, like the less people that have your credit card information, the better. So if you can, if the service accepts PayPal, even though PayPal is going to be charging your card, at least it's only one company charging your card instead of two or three. So whenever you have the opportunity to put a middleman in there, that makes sure that the company itself, this may be a smaller company with you know, less ability to have less security, less pre- uh, hack prevention, they don't have your credit card. All they have is your PayPal. And so you're, it's a little layer of protection. It's, you know, it's not a ton, but hey, it's better than nothing. So especially when you're dealing with small companies, it's always better to use a middleman. You know, with Apple, at least when you're buying your apps, you know, personally gets your Apple information, but they don't actually get your credit card. And then when you're in your Apple, speaking of Apple, um, if you're in your phone, whether Android or Apple, go into your settings and subscriptions and take a look and see how many apps are there. Because there might be little apps that you bought that you forgot all about. You paid $2.99 or $4.99, whatever. And they're auto-renew. And you don't even realize, you don't see it because it's such a small charge and it comes through on your credit card once a year and you don't even know it. So go through and take a look at what's tucked away in your uh, phone subscriptions. Those little apps, they'll, they'll ding you every time. Just turn them off. Again, even if you paid for them for the year, doesn't matter. You just don't want that renew to hit you if it's not something you're using. And if you decide before the year's up that, oh, no, I do want it, they'll let you back. It's not like they're going to not take your money, right? So don't worry about, you know, having, you turn something off and then wanting it back. You can almost always get back. So turn it off. I'd rather have that to avoid the auto renew and then decide what you want to do. Also look out for penalties for cancellation. I know our cable company, if you have a business um, subscription to the Wi-Fi, they always hit you with a contract. It's, it's so annoying. You decide to cancel two months early, you don't need their service anymore, and they hit you with a penalty for the whole year. So look for any early cancellation penalties, even before you're considering something. Like if you're doing a, maybe a food service, they may have a commitment that says you won't um, stop within six months or something like that. So really make sure that you have an out if you do want an out, if it's not something that's going to work for you. And watch out for those trials, those free trials, because they will, again, they don't have to tell you that your free trial is over and they're going to charge you. Some companies, like I've read that MasterCard actually requires people, um, companies to alert users before they hit them with a, a subscription when a free trial goes to a paid trial. But that's just MasterCard. So if you're using PayPal, if you're using you know, a credit card, uh, Visa card or Discover card, you may not have that notification. So something free turns to paid and you didn't even realize, oh, the 14 days were up and it just went automatically into a paid status or the 30 days were up. So really pay attention to those things. Think twice before you sign up. And if you're going to sign up for something that's 14-day free trial, put a reminder on your phone now that says, you know, 10 days in, Am I actually using this? Do I want this? Do I want to pull out my renewal, you know, pull off my credit card, cancel it so I don't get hit with that um, start, the start of a subscription that I can't get out of? So those are just some things to watch out for. Um, you know, I really feel like subscriptions are kind of, they're cool, they're fun. It's like, oh, I love having something show up in the mail or I love having something always come to me 
or you've, you've learned to you know, love it, love the service, but they get just, they add up too easily and they're just too attractive. They're just so, you know, they, they lure you in with these low prices and they just start to stack one on top of the other. So my advice is really, if you can go to that one credit card and then start tracking and categorizing what you're spending and set limits on how much you're spending. So it's up to you, you know, some subscriptions you really want to have and you really want to enjoy them. But again, consider seasonality, consider turning them on and off. You know, I, I feel like, you know, it's our money and you've worked hard for it. Make sure that what you're doing with it at the other end is something that you really, really love. And if it brings you a lot of joy, then, hey, you know, I love my Peloton. It's the most expensive subscription I have, but I use it. And so it's worth it to me. So again, <laughs> rationalization, right? We're all really, really good at rationalizing our expenses, but I want you to really think hard and just make sure that the ones you're paying for, you love and you use. And anything you're not using or you could kind of go without, just take them off your plate, get rid of them because that's kind of like the dirty word these days, subscription. Everything is a subscription. So protect yourself, protect your data, cancel subscriptions you don't need, use a third party, use just one credit card so it's all in one spot. And that way, if your card gets hacked, at least you have another card. Like I have one card that I go to stores with and I have one card that I do online stuff with. So if one card gets hacked, the other one hasn't been, I still have something else to protect me. I have a different card that I can use while I'm waiting for all the processing to happen and a new card to arrive. So just smart, smart business. Make sure that you're protecting yourself and your credit card data. Use PayPal or a third party when you can. And that's it for this episode. So I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it invites or encourages you to go back and look at your subscriptions with a, with a fresh eye and see if they're really what you want. So that's it for today. This is Julianne and I'll talk to you soon.